You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. 47-yard attempt. For a man who's been money. Biggest kick of the year for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Snap good, hold good, and Raiders in, charges out, Steelers in. Welcome on in, Beck UL Daily, presented as always by Fan Duel Sportsbook Joe O. Joe G, Aaron Hawks will with us uh, very shortly here on a Monday, and it's a Monday that I'm very excited for. It is our first as a full show playoff week, and I can't wait to get ready for this week. We'll react to what happened last night. I mean, I, Joe, I got to say, we got a lot to do today. We have Pam Maldonado later on from Yahoo to get ready for Alabama, Georgia tonight, which we will not ignore. We'll spend a lot of time on the college football championship tonight and what we think is going to happen. Mike Lombardi an hour from now. I'm sure he has a lot to say. <laughs> about what happened at the NFL yesterday. Upsets, craziness. But, Joe, you and I sat here last week, and there were two themes to our show. One was, boy, we're just not excited for the games, right? The actual play on the field. We thought it'd be boring, Man. chalky, not exciting. And that was the complete opposite of, of what happened. And we'll get to this game here in a second. The other part was we talked all week about how difficult this week was going to be to bet the NFL. Uh, we'll get to here in a second. You can give us the update on how you and Paul did in the, in the, uh, the contest, the final week of the contest. But I think I had my best week of the year. Maybe, maybe we talked through all the nonsense. Maybe it took us 17 weeks to figure this out. But I know you and Joe, you and Paul also had a, a great week going undefeated in your contest. I think what brought us some clarity is by the end of the week, we realized that what you have to do is fade these inflated favorites. It, as hard as it is, as much as we talk about all the playoff scenarios, about all they have to do is win and they're in and they're going against an, an eliminated team, in those scenarios – what, what happened with that Colts line? I want to say off the top of my head, that was inflated by nearly a full touchdown. Just because of what? Again, people act like like these, these players aren't professionals. Like They already have the bags packed. They're ready for their vacation. That is the case in some spots, but the majority of these rosters don't know where they're going to play. And it's very different in football compared to sports like baseball when they have these guaranteed contracts. So every bit of tape ends up mattering. So if you are able to kind of weed through it and figure out where the favorites were that, that you were willing to lay a larger number on, and just the value that we found on the underdogs, I, threw, I thought was amazing. So for the week, week 18, underdogs go 10-6 and six against the spread. A lot of overs hit as well. So maybe some poor defense there. 11-5 and five to the over. The outright upsets from underdogs, we had seven of them. Jacksonville, 
they were plus 650. Miami, they were plus 210. Let's see, Seattle was a big one. That was better than 2-1 to one most of the week. San Francisco, the number came down, but that was up there near plus 175 throughout the week. Detroit, plus 185. Las Vegas, plus 145. So we had a lot of fun because uh, we jumped on a lot of these underdogs. Yeah. Uh, 5-0 in the contest, and we needed to go 5-0 and to end up above 60% on the season. And uh, we were we were lucky. We, we, we picked the losers out and pushed those to the side. And, um, yeah, we, we took the value. The only favorite we were on was Washington. And... You know, just fading Joe Judge. That was comfortable last month of the season. Well, I mean, when the guy's running quarterback sneaks on second down at his own five-yard line, you know, you know, it's an easy bet there. Aaron, what a day it was in the NFL. That was fun. I, I was saying as we jumped on, I didn't know if yesterday was going to be a fun day. And then as soon as the Jaguars lost, as we beat the Colts, excuse me, Jaguars won, upset the Colts, it kind of set the dominoes in motion where it was like, oh, all these games matter now, leading into the Sunday night game. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, congratulations to Joe O and Paul. That's awesome. You guys went five and zero. That's exciting. It was a fun. It was a really fun day yesterday of football. A lot of ups and downs. Awesome. It was wild. It was crazy. It kind of lived up to the hype and expectations that you want a final week um, to end on. And even last night's game, that was the craziest. I kept thinking about the Eagles, Joe G. They get rid of Carson Wentz. Eagles, they're in, and the Colts are not, you know. So uh, yep. interesting for them uh, how everything turned out. But uh, good decision to get rid of Carson Wentz. And the rookie head coach, you know, Nick Sirianni in the playoffs. Who would have predicted that? The only rookie head coach. And that the reason is, let's talk about what mm. happened last night. Let's talk about how this season ended. Last night, that might have been the game of the year. I mean, to the fact the Raiders go up, Chargers come back a little bit, Raiders go back up, 15-point comeback in the fourth quarter. That throw by yes. Justin Herbert to end regulation was insane. Justin Herbert made like five throws last time. I'm like, this guy is ridiculous. But in the end, it goes to overtime. And, Joe, I know you, you said you saw there was a, a ticket out there where someone had the tie in the Raiders, Chargers, and the Steelers, and the Jaguars to win or the Steelers to win with the combination of Things that needed to happen, right? There, there were all sorts of uh, there were all sorts of interesting tickets out there, just based on the speculation. Maybe they do play to a tie, and we almost saw that. We'll get to that in a second. But it's interesting. So there were, <laughs> how greedy do you want to be? You know, um, there were some people that included the tie. I saw some monster tickets. There was a two leg parlay for Jacksonville money line and Raiders Chargers to go to, to go to overtime. To go to oh, overtime. That, that hit. That hit. Yeah, that, that hit. That was 115 to 1. Somebody just sent me, uh, I, I assume they check out the show as well. Somebody just sent me one on Twitter Jacksonville Moneyline at plus 650. And then, let's see, what is this? Three way tie. Okay, so that's a regulation tie, meaning going to overtime. It was it was a free bet, four dollars and fifty five cents. They won six hundred and forty three dollars. That was a hundred and wow. hundred and forty one to one. He's happy, but he, he mentions that he's kicking himself that he didn't bet more. Unbelievable. So every Steeler fan, obviously, last night is rooting for the wow. tie. And as that game goes to overtime, you can imagine an entire fan base is just watching that clock tick down. Guys, let's talk about the end of the game. Let's talk about what happened there. The strategy. I mean, both teams said, and we talked about this last week, Joe. They said it. They're going to play to win. 
But I thought, and, and I was on yesterday on CBS Sports Radio with Zach Gelb on the Ion Football Show last night, and we talked about the idea of the tie and all that. It was like three hours for the game. And we were discussing the, the one part no one really had talked about much during the week was, all right, they're both going to try. Let, let, this is not going to be a, a, not, you know, a clown show for three hours. But what if they go to overtime? Then what? You know, then do you play it close to the best, right? Then are you conservative? And you're watching that last drive of the game. It didn't feel like the Raiders were very comfortable with a tie. They were not going to put the ball in the air. They were running the football. Now, they had success running the ball, so it allowed them to get into field, field goal territory. If the Chargers just could get one, I'm talking like a four-yard stop on a run, not seven, that's probably a tie. I don't believe the Raiders were throwing the football again. They were going to run it. You believe what Carr said and the head coach? Let's hear from Derek Carr. Derek Carr last night after the game, because obviously the, the timeout by Brandon Staley – put them back on the field with a chance to rethink everything. Here is uh, Carr, and then we'll hear from Brandon Staley on why he took a timeout. What was it 36 seconds to go? Play clock at about five or six. Clock running. Here is what Carr and then Staley had to say. You guys are still tied. You're driving. This thing could have ended in a tie. Chargers call a timeout. How did that shift the strategy? Yeah, it definitely did, obviously. Uh, but we... we... We knew no matter what, we didn't want to tie. We wanted to win the football game. Obviously, if you tie, you're in, and all, I think all those things. But my mindset all day, I even was texting with Aaron Rodgers this morning. Uh, this morning, yeah, My mindset was to make sure that we were the only team moving on after this. Derek Carr said after the game that that timeout changed their mentality. Do you think that had any reason to do with them? And, and I don't think it changed their mindset because they were going to run the ball on the play before and then they ran the ball the very next play. So we wanted to make sure that we got our run defense in there. Um, and we, you know, we obviously didn't execute well enough, but we wanted to get our premium one back run defense in here. And that's what we did. Was there was any part of the motivation for you saving time to potentially win it if they were to miss that field goal? My mindset was to make the field goal as long as possible. At the end of the game, you know, all the playoff machinations right. if you tie. Was there any consideration to just running down the clock there and not even attempting a field goal? To yeah, it was, it was a conversation. We were talking about, you know, I don't know if you know, we ran the ball there and they didn't call a timeout. So I think they were probably thinking the same thing, you know, and then, then we had the big run through there. And when we got the big run and got us, we thought was field advantageous field goal position for us, we were going to take the field goal and try to win it. But we were certainly talking about it on the sideline. We wanted to see if they were going to call a timeout or not on that run. They didn't, so we thought they were thinking the same thing. And then we popped a run in there and gave us a chance to kick the field goal to win it. So we're certainly talking about it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. So that was Carr, followed by Brandon Staley and then Rich Passaccia last night. Here is my take. 
Before I believe they, him, by the way. I, I believe everyone. I believe everyone yeah. there. Before they broke the big run, though, I think everyone was content with a tie. The Chargers yeah. wanted a tie at that point, right? Because they weren't going to win the game. They didn't have the ball. The, the Raiders were not going to throw the football and put it in harm's way, you know, fumble, interception, something like that. Yep. That was going to be a tie until the – it's funny. This season began with the Chargers can't stop the run. How did it end? They couldn't stop the run when it mattered. All they had to do was just a little stop, and they're in the playoffs right now. Staley screwed all of us because, sorry, Pittsburgh, none of us want to see this. We just saw this game. None of us want to see Steelers and Chiefs. And how lucky is Kansas City? Listen, they're a very talented team, as talented as anyone, and they're going to advance probably no matter what which opponent they had in that seven seed. But man, that that just worked out to perfection for them. I mean, that that you want to talk about mismatches, mismatches. That that's what's interesting about the the futures this year. I feel like you have an advantage looking how looking at how things are shaping up in both conferences. But I absolutely believe they were going for a tie, and that wasn't the only controversial move um they succeeded so a big deal wasn't made of it fascinated by the move to go for two down nine down nine because the game could have ended right there but it's successful so nobody ends up talking about it and then i know the numbers back staley up but inside your own 20 and the numbers say when you look at the box score it says fourth and one that was not fourth and one that was much closer to two at least fourth and a yard and a half and my issue there is we always talk about this stuff the play call not so much the decision I would not have gone for it and I'm all about what Staley does following the numbers I've defended him a lot of times this year okay I appreciate the numbers in that spot I'm not going for it and what what was worse was the play call yeah they're not even a good run team up the middle like that the power running up the middle is not their play and they did it anyway that was Staley always is the story here, Aaron. Always. I think the other thing, and I know like people are ripping Staley, and there's probably other coaches we could rip as well, to be fair, is he defensively, the Chargers just haven't been that good, especially in the yeah. fourth quarter. Uh, considering he was a D coordinator, I mean, the, throw the analytics and how aggressive he is to the side, the defense has not been stepping up in the fourth quarter for the Chargers, and I think that's also been an issue. You look at how many points they've given up, it's, it's not good. I think we're going to have a lot of updates like this uh, this morning over the next three hours, but a uh, big firing in the NFL. The Vikings have gotten rid of their general manager, Rick Spielman. Hey, Rick, come to Chicago. That's, that'd be a massive upgrade. So is Zimmer gone? Nothing official. Not yet. Wow. It's got to be. Actually, yeah, Palacero just tweeted that Zimmer's gone. So now okay. Zimmer's they're clean, out. Okay. They're cleaning the whole thing out. Okay. At Chicago Bye, Bears, Kirk. you got something you want to tell us yet? Nope. I hope they drag this out. I love it. Or if they keep Matt Nagy, just for the takes on this show. Why would you say that? <laughs> Why would you? That was mean. That was mean. Awesome. That was unnecessarily mean. I'm just trying mean. to find. I just want to get the best. Oh out of my god! The if show. they keep Nagy, I am going to be here for the entertainment. Can from we? Joe can we stop saying these words in this sentence? Can we stop <laughs> saying these words in this succession? They're not going. They're, they're not going to. But. Listen, if you're keeping pace, none of it matters. Go ahead. Keep Nagy, too. I don't care. Whatever. The fact that we're talking about it as a possibility is insane. Why hasn't it happened? It's well, 8 a.m. Well, it's 8 a.m. Chicago point. time on my, Monday. That's true. So, it is yeah, 8.13 it a.m. It is 13 minutes too late. Well, it's, it's, it's early in Minnesota, too. It doesn't matter. 
it's, is it the same time in Minnesota? Yes. Yeah. Should have. Okay. I'm, I'm just saying, like, there's going to be a lot more firings. Um, All right. Oh, it's an hour later where the Giants reside. What the hell are they doing? <laughs> How can you keep that guy? They're just running quarterback sneaks at second down. Did you hear Joe Judge's reason? Oh my God. He wanted third to create down. room for the punt. That was third and long, right? No, it was first. He, he did it twice. First was second down. Then he did it on third. He wanted to create room for a punt. Well, the, th- the, th- the third was much worse. I know. It's so bad. All right, just quickly here. We got a lot to get to today, including we'll dive in our, our first thoughts, AFC, NFC playoffs, and, of course, the national championship game tonight, Alabama. George, you can't wait for that. What time... Uh, Joe and, and Paul, what time, or Joe and Jake, what time today do you start getting nervous? I'm not. I don't care. I Jake, want them to lose every game. So I okay, J- them, J- so whatever. Jake, what time this morning, if he's not fired, do you start thinking maybe he's not getting I'm fired? already nervous. I, I'm there. <laughs> You're not nervous. He's fired. Wait, does anyone really think there's a chance he still keeps his job? He's got to no, get fired. Nobody right? really thinks that. No. No. But it's not zero with, with this dumb organization, I'm not going to believe it zero. until I see it. Until I see it in writing, I'm not going to believe it. Good for him. He still roots for the team. It's a pointless exercise as far as I'm concerned. You'll, you'll understand when you're older. It's another 20 years when it's, yeah, it's the same thing. I, yeah. I Were you guys surprised Vic Fangio was the first? I, I kind of was. We called that he was going to be yeah. launched, but I was surprised that, like, a little bit. Get out! <laughs> right well, I mean, when, when he kicked the field goal that, on, on Saturday, that, that was the end. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks, with BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sports. We'll dive into the AFC playoff picture next, right here on the BetQL Network.